Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Weed Day Wednesday, Tucson, Arizona's number one online radio podcast about all things medical cannabis. Your host, Bellstar. And the Cannabis Kid. Our show features news, interviews, and all the latest information about anything and everything medical cannabis related in Tucson, Arizona. And the world at large. We'd love to hear from you. Please give us a call live at 646-915-8421. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on all social media, or email thctucson at gmail.com. We'd like to thank Tumbleweeds Health Center and Studio C, along with our many sponsors for hosting our show every week. With the lowest price certifications in town, you'll find hemp products accessories, and all things related to medical cannabis education. Visit Tumbleweeds Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard or online at com. And remember, be smart, be safe, and educate. All right, welcome to Weed Day Wednesday, everybody. Oh, it doesn't seem very loud. Oh, that's why. <laughs> now we're loud. Helps if you have the volume turned up. Oh my, and I'm even on the halfway through my coffee. Figured <laughs> that would help. All right, all right, all right. Woo-hoo. Weed Day Wednesday. And that's right. For the bestie, can you believe it's already June 7th? Woo! And guess how many days until Christmas? 201 days until Christmas, guys. 201 days. Guys, we're half there. I can't even believe that. That is crazy. Crazy. Oh. Excuse me. Wow. A lot going on this morning. All right. How's everybody doing? I can't believe we're we're into our 12th year of doing this. This is crazy. 12 years. And 201 days until Christmas. All right. What is everybody smoking today? Or eating? Or actually, I just did both. (laughs) Mm. I had a little bit of a brownie bite. It's called Sofa King or something like that. Um probably just had like 20 milligrams, so that should just be nice and relaxing. But I did smoke on a Jeter, and, um, baby Jeter, sorry, infused. Oh, Bubba gum, not bubble, Bubba. And, um, I don't like the flavor and the smell, because I'm getting mine back uh, after COVID in almost two years, a year and a half. It's still wonky. Um, it is still wonky, but the flavor of this, uh, is kind of like 
what you would smell a new strawberry shortcake doll to be. Uh, yeah, from the 80s. <laughs> I don't like it. It doesn't smell good to me. It doesn't taste good to me. So that's, but um, it's got a nice little relaxing effect. So that's good. That's what we like to hear. And, um, but they're fun. Cheaters are fun. They're dipped in hash and teeth and all sorts of stuff. So you're going to get a little trashy. All right. Speaking of a little trashy, what's going on in the trash world? We don't know. We don't care. We're Weed Day Wednesday. We want to give a shout out to Tumbleweeds Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Come on down and get certified. Uh, we're open Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. Um, so come and see us, 10 to 6. We do offer telemedicine if you don't want to uh, um, come into the office. Still, for whatever reason, we totally understand. We totally get it. Sometimes you just don't even have time to drive to where we are. And that's okay, too. So, um here we go. Tumbleweed Cell Center, 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Come get certified. If you want to know what you can get certified for, go to tumbleweedshealthcenter.com. Check out the certification section. Yeah, you can book your appointment right there. Um, you can take a look at the uh, ailments that you can use to get your card, and those would be PTSD, but you have to have a letter ongoing from your doctor. We need a medical record for that one, and it has to be ongoing yearly. That's the state of Arizona Health Department requirement. That is not on us. Cancer, glaucoma, AIDS, chronic pain, which covers most everything from fibromyalgia, DDD, all the arthritis, uh, headaches, migraines, whatever you got that's chronic. And the state of Arizona considers chronic 60 days or more. So you can't just be like, oh, I fell off my bike and I need a med card. My doctor and I were discussing this yesterday. It's really crazy how, you know, doctors can only prescribe it for a certain thing, schedule one drug. Um, you could just go in and get it however you want it. It doesn't matter. So it's just so bizarre <laughs> that we have to go through all these hoops, hoops and ho-hos to get to your med card, but if you want to go, just go right out and buy that Schedule 1 drug, you go for it. <laughs> You're just going to pay a lot more money. Uh, severe nausea, and a lot of stuff can cause that. Seizures, all seizures, including epilepsy, HIV, Hep C, ALS, Crohn's disease, agitation of Alzheimer's, uh, cachexia, wasting syndrome, severe and persistent muscle spasms, including multiple sclerosis. That includes their leg, plant, leg cramps, Parkinson's, things like that, tremors. Um, you're eligible for a medical cannabis card if you suffer from a chronic or debilitating disease or just the treatment for a chronic or debilitating disease or a medical condition that causes any of the above conditions and more. That's right. So if you um, have something but don't see it on that list, but it's causing something like migraines or nausea or pain or PTSD, um, you have your record. 
If you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification health and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. That's right. Give us a call, 0838-4430. Um, you can go to Tucson at gmail.com, and you can go to the site, Tucson and you can um, form. We've got a form there online to fill out. There's also medicine <clears throat> online. You can go ahead and fill those forms out. And there you go. All right, so let's check out some news from around the world. Just starting our own card here and see what's going on. Uh, Arizona Appeals Court says eligible for expungement under Prop 207, which legalized the drug for adult use. The Arizona Court of Appeals ruled on Tuesday. Quote, this will allow people who have been convicted to mitigate the generational impact of their involvement with the criminal legal system, which affects blacks and brown and people of lower socioeconomic status at disproportionate rates. Martin Hutchins, lead attorney and program manager for the Reclaim Your Future campaign, said in a statement, in his opinion, for the unanimous three-judge panel, Judge Brian Ferrura reversed a previous ruling from a Maricopa County Superior Court judge that denied expungement of a man's 2014 marijuana sales conviction. The appellate court ordered the trial uh, court to grant his expungement petition. When Arizonans in November 2020 approved Prop 207 legalizing adult use of marijuana, they also voted to authorize expungement for adults who were previously convicted of using or possessing amounts of the drug that are now legal. So if back in the day you got in trouble for selling or possessing marijuana, cannabis, as long as it fell under the guidelines of the two and a half ounces or less in your conviction, apparently you're eligible for the expungement. That meant that as of July 12, 2021, Anyone who had been arrested, charged, or convicted in Arizona of marijuana possession or use could petition the court to expunge records of any of those charges, convictions, or sentences. Those eligible for expungement per the new law include those convicted for possessing, consuming, or transporting two and a half ounces of marijuana or less, possessing, transporting, and cultivating six or few marijuana plants for personal use, and possessing, using, or transporting marijuana-related paraphernalia. Just three days after it became an option, the Maricopa County office petitioned for the man's conviction to be expunged on his behalf. But the trial judge, Margaret LaBianca, denied the man's petition asking for expungement, ruling that the law prohibits expungement for sales-related marijuana offenses. The uh, appeal, well, that's true because in the program, you can't sell 
You can't sell your you can't sell your weed. That's just all there is to it. No one can mow your lawn for an eighth. <laughs> well, first of all, if you have a lawn in Arizona, you're using and losing a lot of water. But second, if you have a lawn in Arizona, it's probably pretty big, so it'll probably be more like a half or something like that. <laughs> Sorry, it's early. I can't help myself. All right. The uh, appeals court on Tuesday overturned that ruling, even after the Arizona Prosecuting Attorney's Advisory Council submitted a brief asserting that the expungement statute, quote, unambiguously excludes possession marijuana for sale offenses. The appellate judges concluded that because transportation of marijuana is now legal for expungement and because transportation of marijuana for personal use has been a crime in Arizona since 1987, voters must have meant to include transportation of marijuana uh, of marijuana for sales to be eligible for expungement. Quote, today's decision is the great embodiment of the will of the Arizona voters who elected to undo the harms caused by the over-policing of marijuana laws. Hutchins said in the statement, there are many people who are charged with for sale offenses before the passage of Prop 207, even when they had minimal amounts of marijuana because other factors led officers to assume the person was some sort of dealer. The state and the cannabis industry is now making millions of marijuana sales, so it's fortunate that people who were believed to have committed a sales-related offense can now benefit from expungement. Reclaim Your Future is a state-funded expungement effort that provides free legal help to those looking for help obtaining it in Phoenix, Tucson, and Flagstaff. According to court records, Sorensen was arrested in 2014 for possession of about two-thirds of an ounce of marijuana and was charged with possession of marijuana for sale along with possession of drug paraphernalia for both felonies. As part of a plea agreement, the man pleaded guilty to solicitation to commit possession of marijuana for sale, also a felony, which was later lowered to a misdemeanor after he completed his probation. This quote was provided directly to azmarijuana.com because it pertains to the AZ Mirror article above. However, it is independent from the article. Quote, Receiving an expungement for a conviction based on an activity that is no longer illegal can change a person's life, said Raul Molina, co-founder and chief operating officer of Mint Cannabis, operator of one of Arizona's largest dispensaries and a leader in removing the stigma associated with the cannabis industry. Quote, cannabis charges, just like any other, go on a person's permanent record. They make it harder to rent an apartment or own a home, apply for college, grants and loans, among many other limiting situations. We see this ruling as a step in the right direction, not only giving those with past cannabis convictions the same liberties that cannabis users in Arizona now enjoy every day, but also as a progress toward normalizing cannabis in all communities. But damn, if I didn't hear that, it's going on your permanent record. Oh my God, that was so scary. <laughs> so scary. Here I go. Um, yeah. So, well, that's great. As you know, as long as uh, I, w- I just wonder about how 
you know, if you're still in jail or prison or whatever, um, how are these people getting in touch with lawyers to do that, you know, to get an expungement? Because um, that would be, that would seem like it might be a hard thing to do from behind the bars. So if anybody has any answers to that, why don't you give a call at 646-915-8421. That would be great. Are chronic conditions holding you back from a happy, healthy life? Get on the right track with Tumbleweeds Health Center. Our CBD products are formulated to fit your healthy lifestyle. I would definitely say that CBD has changed my life. I mean, I don't worry about my dog anymore, and I don't worry about sleeping anymore. Tumbleweeds Health Center, voted number one health center in Tucson, has created a proprietary number of CBD blends, each designed to promote health and well-being. Let Tumbleweeds Health Center show you how CBD products might help you improve your life the natural way. That's right. Give us a call, 520-838-4430. Just come on down, uh, 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. If you're looking for some cool uh, hemp CBD, CBC, CBG, CBN, all the cannabinoids, um, we've got a wonderful store called The Good Leaf. And you can go down there and see Michael or Kathy. And they'll help you with all your CBD needs. It's right next to Bookman. Like, literally, we share the same wall. Um, so get on down there and, and uh, go say hello and get some CBD. Pretty great store. Um, let's see. What else is going on in the world of weed? If you do want to be on the show, you can email uh, THCTucson um, at gmail.com. You can give us a call, 520-838-4430. And again, on the website, there is a form, uh, tumbleweedshealthcenter.com. Just go to the radio show section, and there's the form you can fill out and say, hey, hey, we want to be on the show. We've got some more guests coming on. In fact, there's some interesting guests coming on from, um, I don't know if they're from Apple and Google, but um, they're working with those platforms, and... uh, <clears throat> they're wondering why, or maybe it's they're wondering why those platforms are blocking cannabis ads. So pretty soon all this crap will be a thing of the past, and we won't have to wonder why we're getting blocked and mistreated and thrown in jail and misunderstood and blah, blah, blah. Um, it's been uh, almost 12 years. It's been, it's been a heck of a ride, and um, Silver Sister and I, woo-hoo, <laughs> Uh, we have done a lot in the cannabis world. I'll just say that we do need to write our book because it's going to be cray cray. <laughs> oh man, all the staff, all the situations, all the times, <laughs> all the stores, all the different places we've been. Oh boy, stories, a lot of stories. People are funny. Uh, you just gotta like. Got to learn to deal with people like water off a duck's back. They just let it flow, let it go. Not easy all the time, but uh, it's been a ride, I'll tell you that. So let's see what else, what other kind of ride are we going on? And it's been awesome, and we're very grateful and appreciative. Um, uh-oh. Delta 8 dispute gets in way of Illinois pot reform. What? That sounds more like a bobcat. It says a lion roar, but it kind of sounds like a bobcat, but this really does. That sounds more like a cow. <laughs> All right. Uh, is the farm bill getting in the way of legalization in Illinois? Ooh, that's a nice looking blunt you roll. It's got there as a picture. I always love 
the pictures. They got that from Shutterstock. Bickering over how to regulate Delta 8 THC is getting the way getting in the way of general cannabis industry reform in Illinois, and that's not the only state. While the hemp-derived cannabinoid gives access to THC in states where cannabis is legal, unfortunately, debates over Delta 8 are now making general adult use legalization more complicated and legislation challenging to pass. Most recently, in Illinois, a cannabis industry reform bill failed at the May legislative uh, deadline. The pushback is due to stakeholders failing to find common ground during the final days of the spring session. If passed, it would have increased the canopy space for craft growers, allowed dispensaries to operate drive-through windows and offer curbside pickup, and provided social equity retail license holders another year to secure real estate. However, then a proposal to regulate Delta-8 THC was tacked on. And see, this is where you just shouldn't tack a bunch of crap on to your initiatives and bills and rules because there it gets there gets the problem right there. Squabbling over whether to ban Delta-8 or regulate it like cannabis halted the other broader reform efforts. As a result, they pushed back the entire bill until the fall session. Illinois Democratic Rep. LaShawn Ford, the bill sponsor, told Capital News Illinois, Ford is against adding a Delta-8 THC ban in the bill, but until they receive more insight from the state regulators and industry stakeholders, we need to regulate it, make it safe, make sure that it's taxed, and treat it just like cannabis, Ford said. Delta-8 THC comes from the naturally occurring cannabinoid in hemp. It is psychoactive with uh, effects similar to its more famous cousin, Delta-9. Both are isomers of THC, but one has a double bond on the eighth carbon chain. Oh, my God. Who sits around, and how do you know? Who's looking in the microscope at weed particles? I mean, seriously, that guy's or girl is really high. <laughs> and you are seriously dissecting weed to its fullest. I love it. Oh, my gosh. Um, it, giving the cannabinoids their name Delta-8 THC and Delta-9 THC. While everyone reacts differently, it's generally understood that Delta-8 provides a milder, more physical high compared to the cerebral effects of Delta-9, the THC everyone, well, not everyone knows and loves. Um, But what I've heard actually is that the Delta-8 is just trashing people. Like seriously, you're going to the moon, man. Trashing them. Yeah. Uh, while cannabis is still illegal on a federal level, when the $867 billion Agriculture Improvement Act of 2018, better known as the Farm Bill, passed, hemp production is now totally legal nationally. Cultivators are allowed to produce the plant if it contains under 0.3% of THC in its chemical makeup. Because humans will always find a way to get high, hemp manufacturers begin generating and selling psychoactive Delta-8 products in addition to offering residents of non-legal states something psychoactive. Delta-8 calls the federal government on its legislation's absurdity, regulating and outlawing a plant base on chemical levels is nonsensical and doesn't work. Nature finds a way. While it's excellent that Delta-8 gives folks access to some form of psychoactive cannabis, many may want to switch to Delta-9. To start extracting Delta-8 takes much more effort and can be worse for the environment. Oh, yeah. 
than regular old Delta 9, which is simply more prominent. And all this is just making me want to grow right now. I can't even handle this. Dang cats. Production of Delta 8 is also more expensive. But putting away manufacturing concerns, Delta 9 is just stronger. There are many medical patients and recreational users who simply prefer the more potent and ethereal effects of Delta 9. And it's a shame that the farm bill, filled with hope for the eventual legalization of cannabis, is now getting in the way of adult use and access to Delta 9. Regulation of Delta 8 across the U.S. varies. At least 14 states have banned Delta 8 THC products altogether, and that number will likely rise over the next years. For instance, Colorado lawmakers introduced bipartisan legislation earlier in 2023 to regulate any intoxicating hemp-derived cannabinoids, a.k.a. Delta-8. Conversely, Minnesota, which recently legalized adult-use cannabis, became the 23rd state, uh, becoming the 23rd state, is offering producers licenses for cannabis and hemp-derived products. In a stoner's perfect world, one would have affordable, easy, and equitable access to both hemp and cannabis products without fear of the Fed. Still, until then, we will continue to report on the unfolding patchwork of cannabis legalization in the United States. And around the world. Hmm. Yeah, we have heard Delta 8 get you just simply trashed. So if that's what you're looking for, hey, we're not judging. You you do you, boo. I mean, people get off work. They have martinis and wine and tequila and whatever else, and whiskey, whatever else they're doing. Um, if you want weed, you can have weed. I would really like to try some magic mushrooms again. It's been a very long time since I uh, went on that journey. And boy, is it a journey. <laughs> it's a good one. I love magic mushrooms. I can say that on there, right? <laughs> I can say that. All right. Let's see what else is going on. Uh, well, let's do a little quick shout out to Tumbleweeds Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Come down and get certified. If you want to know what you can get certified for, well, and we also have the hemp products and the CBD and all the good cannabinoids. And we have a ton of beautiful glass work in there. Um, we've got pipes and bongs and papers and coffee cups that are actually cereal bowls that are, that are turned into pipes. I mean, it's awesome. We've got shirts and hemp backpacks and weed socks. That's right. You heard it here fo- first, folks. Weed socks. We've got them. The little ones and the big ones. I always wear mine when I get dressed up. <laughs> and then I forget I'm wearing them and I go out with my really nice outfit on and someone looks down and they go, oh, I like your socks. And I'm like, oh, oh, <laughs> that's right. We got those on, don't we? So come on down and get some. Uh, if you want to know what conditions qualify you for a medical cannabis card, it would be PTSD, cancer, glaucoma, AIDS, chronic pain, severe nausea, seizures, including epilepsy, HIV, Hep C, ALS, Crohn's disease, agitation of Alzheimer's, cachexia or wasting syndrome, severe and persistent muscle spasms, including multiple sclerosis. And you can also get your medical cannabis card if you're suffering from something and you don't see it on the list, but it's causing something on the list. The state of Arizona will qualify you, and that's really awesome. That's the wrong one. From one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms.
Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification, health, and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. That's right. Give us a call, 520-838-4430. Email thctucson at gmail.com. And now you can. I'll be blazing and smoking it, about to go and get some munchies next Passing up on those cracker jacks, Reese's pizzas are where it's at Gotta get me some soda pop, cotton mouth has been creeping up But can't remember where I put my keys, yeah, that's what's up I'ma take your grandpa's ride, I'ma take your grandpa's ride No, for real, ask your grandpa, can I take a 65? Seville cruising to my local Publix Nothing better than rolling with two super fly chicks They have frozen burritos, I bought frozen burritos I bought some Ben and Jerry's, and then I bought some Cheetos Hello, hello, my main man Obama A couple states have just reformed their laws on marijuana What you gonna do, send the feds there? Hell no, the DEAs would be like, ah, oh, they got volcano I'm gonna smoke some weed, only got $20 in my pocket I'm a hunt, looking for a pot shop, this is fucking know about the science of marijuana what you know about people suffering from glaucoma they need it they need it it helps them with their condition if you don't believe me then just ask some eye physicians thank your granddad for voting for that guy richard nixon is the president who made the plant illegal but science is now showing that it's medicine for people and the private sector fighting to keep all of that illegal alcohol and tobacco pharmaceutical prisons i'll take those four major lobby groups and fight those motherfuckers they're making money day and night all those motherfuckers and bribing congress out of sight all those motherfuckers They'd be like, oh, it's immoral and unhealthy I'm like, how many people are you making wealth? Anti-marijuana lobbies are making all kinds of profits And they don't want you to stop it because of all the special interests I call that getting swindled and pimped shit I call that getting tricked by the government That law's hella old So it's time to update it, regulate it, and then get it under state control Peak game, look into my political telescope Think it's gonna stay like this forever? Not hella won't Not hella won't Being a hypocrite, you used to smoke weed. I'm gonna smoke some weed. Only got twenty dollars in my pocket. I'm a hunt, looking for a pot shop. This is fucking awesome. Let's end the war on drugs. It's time to pull those gloves. 
special interest groups are nothing more than corporate thugs. Let them go war on me. The people have agreed. These special interest groups have kept these laws with Oh, well, there you have it. Welcome back to Wednesday Wednesday. I'm sitting here talking, and I look back, and you're still muted. Ridiculous. All right, whatever. Anywho, welcome back. What's going on? What you smoking? What you eating? Um, uh, maybe you're having some cream on your hands because it's good for you. Anywho, welcome back to Wednesday Wednesday. Star here, Cannabis Kid is M-I-A. So Silver Sister, you guys like on an island in Jamaica, enjoying some cliffs without me? Better not be. All right, uh, let's see what else is going on in more cannabis news. So scoot on over to Cannabis Business Times and see what's going on. Uh-oh, how companies can support the LGBTQ community through small steps and genuine intentions. Uh, uh-oh. True leave to exit Massachusetts market and will close the third California retail facility. Hmm. Interesting. Um, let's see. California licenses licensing cliff pushes cannabis growers to edge of extinction. Oh no, I bet that's in the Emerald Triangle. Um, let's see what else is going on. Settlement allows New York uh, regular regulators to issue dispensary licenses in area previously blocked by injunction. Uh-oh. <clears throat> well, um, that's not going to be good for them because we all know that there are certain counties that just don't want this. Um, oh, no. Well, you can, no, they just, yeah, no. They don't want weed. In their areas, and so this, maybe this is what this is about. So a federal lawsuit had barred the Cannabis Control Board from awarding cannabis retail licenses in the Finger Lakes region. Okay. New York's Cannabis Control Board, the CCB, voted at its May 30th meeting to settle a lawsuit and remove an injunction that has prohibited regulators from issuing adult-use cannabis dispensary licenses in the Finger Lakes region of the state. The injunction stems from litigation filed in September 2022 by Michigan-based Barsight New York One Inc., which applied for a conditional adult-use retail dispensary, C-A-U-R-D, a CURD, 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 (laughs) license, but was denied because the company, quote, has no significant connection to New York, quote, according to the lawsuit. Uh, Verisai argued that New York's approach to prior, prioritizing local applicants in its adult-use cannabis license uh, process discriminates against out-of-state business owners and thus violates the U.S. Constitution's Dormant Commerce Clause. Oh, please. 
A judge issued a preliminary injunction in the case in November 2022 that blocked the state from issuing adult use retail licenses in five regions of the state. In March, the U.S. Second Circuit Court of Appeals adjusted the injunction to only bar the insurance of dispensary licenses in the Finger States region, which was, <clears throat> which was initially eligible to receive up to nine retail permits. Hmm. Linda Baldwin, General Counsel for the New York Office of Cannabis Management, OCM, told the CCB Tuesday that Barsight had agreed to settle the case, according to the Associated Press. Baldwin said that the agreement would allow the licenses that had previously been blocked to be issued and would provide the plaintiffs with a license in the future. The CCB approved the resolution to proceed with settling the lawsuit, AP reported. Baldwin expects the case to be settled in court later this week. New York's adult use cannabis industry has been slow to roll out. Housing Works uh, Cannabis Company launched the uh, state's first adult use sales in December, and since then, 12 12 total uh, dispensaries, not totaled, 12 total dispensaries (laughs) have opened to the public. Uh, state officials announced in March that they will double the number of the curd license, um, licenses issued during the first licensing go-around, while the CCB initially planned to award up to 175 total licenses to as many as 150 individuals and uh, 25 nonprofit organizations. Regulators will now issue up to 300 total licenses. In another effort to get more adult-use cannabis retailers open to the public, The OCM proposed revised adult use regulations earlier this month that would allow the state's existing 10 medical cannabis operators to expand up to three retail locations to adult use sales on December 9, 2023, two years earlier than originally proposed. Another proposal announced this month would allow licensed cannabis businesses to host farmer's market type events this summer a move aimed at getting the state's steadily growing supply of cannabis into the hands of consumers. All right. Well, there you go. There you have it, folks. Uh, New York, 300 licenses. Let's get in on one of those. (laughs) And we do have a huge connection. Yeah. Silver Sister lives there, you do. All right. Here we go. What else is going on? I keep, get, I keep getting messages during the show. I'm like, unless, um, you know, <laughs> about weed. We don't want to hear it. All right. Let's see. Do, 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 do. What else is going on in the world of weed? What's happening around the world? Let's see if there's any stories. Uh, we already talked about the top 10 pizza, best pizza places, and I forgot to mention go to Jaime's Pizza look it up it's awesome and pretty soon Hotel Tombstone's going to have some pizza woo woo we already got pie and ice cream so come on down to Hotel Tombstone yes in Tombstone okay so let's see where do we get to um, news from around the world I guess uh, uh, azmarijuana.com is not having news from around the world so let's see um, Antigua and Barbuda Barbuda grant Rastafari Sacramento rights to grow cannabis. Barbuda, no, Barbuda, no. 
All right, let's see. The country is one of the first in the Caribbean to do so. Woo-hoo. The country of Antigua and Barbuda has become one of the first in the Caribbean to authorize Rastafari to grow and smoke cannabis, an herb that is considered a sacrament by followers of the religion. As the Associated Press reported, for decades, many Rastafari have been jailed and endured social and religious profiling by law enforcement because of their marijuana use, which they say brings them closer to the divine. Officials in Antigua and Barbuda, an island country with a population of little more than 90,000, have now sought to rectify the situation. According to the Associated Press, the lifting of the ban makes the country one of the first Caribbean nations to grant Rastafari authorization to grow and smoke their sacramental herb. Quote, we're more free now, said Ross Tashi, a member of the Ross Freeman Foundation for the Unification of Rastafari. As quoted by the Associated Press, which reported that Tashi recently, quote, led chants and praise in the tabernacle on the foundation's farm located in Liberta's lush agricultural district, quote. Rastafaris have lobbied for legal cannabis in the country for years. In 2021, the Associated Press reported that Adherents were claiming, oh, quote, clamoring for broader relaxation to curtail persecution and ensure freedom of worship. AP offered more background at that time, quote, the Rastafari faith is rooted in 1930s Jamaica, growing as a response by black people to white colonial oppression. The beliefs are a melding of um, Old Testament teachings and a desire to return to Africa. Rastafari followers believe the use of marijuana is directed in biblical passages and that the, quote, holy herb, quote, induces a meditative state. The faithful smoke, um, the faithful smoke it as a sacrament in chalice pipes or cigarettes called spliffs, add it to vegetarian stew, and place it in fires as burnt offering. Quote, ganja, quote, is marijuana known in Jamaica, has a long history in that country, and its rival its arrival predates the Rastafari faith. Indentured servants from India brought the cannabis plant to the island in the 19th century, and it gained popularity as a medicinal herb. It began to gain wider acceptance in the 1970s when Rastafari, Rastafari and reggae culture was popularized through music icons. Good. Are you on the road again? I am on the road. I was like, I need to call into my favorite peep. My favorite peep. Well, so yeah. we say Wednesday this morning. That's right. We were just saying you were MIA and looked. The gods are like, no, he's not. He's right there. 
<laughs> well, we just lost the show. We, I was talking about I don't know what, and then um, we were talking about. Yeah, I um, yeah, we were talking about. What's that? Yeah, there you are. All right, now my people are with you. Can you hear me now? All right. Yeah. We we are um, yeah. Everybody's on. Silver Sister is secretly here and Cannabis Kid. Woohoo! So how's it going? I told my How sister, oh my gosh, it was delicious. It was delicious. Like we, we, we. Um, I did a little bit of gambling. I think I won. I think I came home with um, let's see, like two hundred and fifty bucks. So that was good. Hey there. Well, uh, I think we're gone. No, I'm here. I'm here. Can you hear oh, yeah, me now? You are. I can hear you now. Um, so yeah, um, just a little bit of gambling. Wow, nice um, job. Lots of restaurants. That was the big thing. It was uh, mostly like a foodie, a foodie, um, a foodie trip. So we had uh, like the best Thai food I've ever had, um, best Chinese food I've ever had. Um, we had just a really, really good time. Clouds of weed all over the place. Um, you could smell it everywhere. Definitely in our hotel room, even down our hallway of our hotel room. And we stayed at the Wynn. start, you know, smoking in the rooms unless they go bang on doors, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and I don't think anybody really cares. Like, it just depends. Smoke does like, not stick around <laughs> like cigarette smoke it does, doesn't, you know? It doesn't stick, stick around. Like, it's usually gone within a day or so. Or even that. They keep up a door. Clean okay, a room night, and it's usually your... gone. There you go. Yeah. So, well, what are you up to? How are you doing? I was, um, you know, I was talking about Jeter's earlier. Um, Silver Sister, I oh, yeah. got I got some bubble, gu- bubble gum. Not bubble gum, bubble gum. <clears throat> and bubble gum. so my yeah. taste and smell is coming back kind of. But this to me tasted and smelled like, the a plastic strawberry shortcake doll from the eighties. <laughs> oh yes, yes. Yeah, I know you've seen that. Oh my God, she would love that. Strawberry, heavy strawberry flavor. There, they also have a heavy blueberry berry flavor. Um, there's a pineapple one. Um, I just got a raspberry. I got the raspberry stizzies the other day. So I'm anxious to try those out. Matt, throw again. But I like my OG Kush. Kosher Kush is my all-time favorite. Um, I keep losing you.
Can you hear me now? I can, now I can, can hear you, but I didn't hear all of that. Well, I was just saying I can hear you like... You lost me? There you are. I'm gone. I'm here? No, you're there now. You're here. I okay. can hear you now. Okay, now I'm back. All right. Hi, Silver Sister. Um, I was just saying I'm not a fan of the chemical strawberry shortcake smell. I just like my OG Kush and my kosher Kush. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of that. Well, so I have you here. Up. What's that? I said, while well, I have you two here on the phone, um, the, your neighbors are interested in buying. Hey, hey, hey. Well, we will um, talk about that. We are on weekday, Wednesday. And oh, yay. So typing. Awesome. Yeah, we're on weekday, uh-huh. Wednesday still. We will talk all about that fun stuff later. Oh, news. gotcha. Okay. Yeah, Cannabis Kid will not blow that on air, goofball. My God, what did you smoke today? You're like, so, he gets all business. Cannabis Kid, if you want a realtor, this guy is the guy. Okay, He's also got your mortgage tucked away in his back pocket. Uh, and he just threw himself True. in the realtor role. And that's, um, oh, no, Canada has wildfires burning, so the sky's smoky. Oh, no, Canada. Canada. Oh. Oh, Canada. Yeah, with their maple leaf. Um, that's not good. Yeah, there is a, a maple leaf. Oh, well, hopefully they get some rain or something, and hopefully they can get that in, under control. Um, and cool it off over there. But, yeah, so did you get to partake in any cannabis goodies in Vegas? I want to see if they have got quality stuff. Um, I don't. Because uh, I you didn't. I don't want to go and look for it when I get there. Like I mean, I know it's all over the place and dispensaries, and it just kind of. I brought my own, um, oh, and yeah. I brought my own edibles. I brought my own pins. Yeah, because once I get there, like I don't want to go and find a dispensary, and yeah. I mean they are all over, and everybody's smoking. You can smell it everywhere. Um, uh huh. They do have signs, and I took a picture of it. Was um, no can no um, how do they put it? No public consumption of cannabis. So yeah. they don't want no like you can get away with a vape. You really can. I was vaping in the um, in the hotels and on the strip and what they are not wanting is like the actual joint, you know, they don't, they just, yeah. don't, no one wants to smell it, which I'm really kind of, I'm like, I always get to, I always hear people they are like, Oh, it stinks. And I'm like, um, I think cigarette smoke stinks way worse than uh cannabis smoke. Oh yeah. It's way worse. But to each and I think cigars too. Huh? Well, I am people don't like that smell. Yeah, it's okay if people don't like that smell, but it goes right. away a lot faster, you know. Right. Um, I'm a, I, that's why I totally... There should be places for you to consume outside, you know? I, I agree. I agree. Um, I'm sure it's all being worked on. I, I know that that smell ordinance thing is really strong for people. Um. 
but that's the thing is it goes away. People just smell it. I think this is what it is. I think we have been so um, conditioned that cannabis is bad and, like, and people just, anytime they smell it, they automatically go to, oh, that's bad. Oh, we're going to get in trouble. Or, like, you know, um, and they just, it's an association thing. They just associate it with being bad and it smells and all of that. I don't think we're going to have this problem in 10 years. Five. I don't know. I think I lost you. Everywhere. You lost me? There you are. Can you hear me now? I was saying the, I can hear you the, big, the big trick is going to be figuring out where people can smoke in, in pub. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's going to have to be talked about here pretty soon anyway. Hey there. I lost you again. No, sorry. Program. Cannabis Kid. There you are. Can you hear me now? Well. I can hear you now. All right. All right. Well, that's good. Because <laughs> you're on air with Weed Day Wednesday, Cannabis Kid, and Silver Sister is silently sitting around. <laughs> All right. Well, um, we hope Cannabis Kid joins us soon. Yes. And I'm hoping you get there next Wednesday. Maybe next Wednesday we'll have him live in house. Yeah. And we may may well, even I'm, have a guest. I'm running. Oh, that would be fun. Well, I'm heading into my meeting. Um, I just wanted to call in and say hi to everybody and uh, wish everyone a happy Weed Say Wednesday week. Well, and happy Weed Say Wednesday to you. We love you, and we will see you next week, hopefully. All right, lovely ladies. I will talk to you soon. All right. Cannabis kid, everyone. All right, so I will continue reading about the Rastafari. Um, let's see. Oh, let's see. The change in Antigua may lead to a similar domino effect as the one that has unfolded here over the last decade in the United States, where dozens of states and cities have lifted long-standing prohibitions on cannabis within their jurisdictions. The Associated Press reported last week that Rastafari everywhere are pushing for similar religious protections um, and that experts and stakeholders think the Antigua and Barbuda um, law could give a boost to these efforts worldwide at a time when public opinion and policy are continuing to shift in favor of medical and recreational marijuana use. Well, we all knew it was bound to happen under the new law in Antigua and Barbuda. The, quote, the island government also decriminalized the use of marijuana for the general public, according to the Associated Press, while also allowing People outside the faith to grow for cannabis plants, uh, for cannabis plants each and possess up to 15 grams. Quote, we believe that we have to provide a space for everyone at the table, irrespective 
of their religion, quote, Antigua and Barbuda Prime Minister Gaston Brown told the AP, quote, just as we've recognized other faiths, it's absolutely important for us to also ensure that the Rastafari faith is also acknowledged, to acknowledge their constitutional right to worship and to utilize uh, cannabis as a sacrament. Well, there you go, kids. Antigua and Barbuda, go get them Rastafari's. That is awesome. All right. Well, um, and given that, uh, we may as well just uh, head on out of here before we can't hear me anymore. And we'll end here with the three little birds. Thank you for listening to Wednesday, Wednesday, everybody. We will be back next week. And hopefully Candace's kid will be here. Silver Sister will be incognito. And maybe we'll have a guest. Who knows? Every week, we say Wednesday. Thank you, Assembly Health Center and the Good Leaf.